0: Okay, so introductory things, can you tell me your name, where you live, and what was the weather like today?
1: My name is Jackson Ginn. I'm from North Augusta, South Carolina, and the weather was very nice today. I walked my dog, I went on a golf cart ride with my family, and I got the mantle. but that's not really completely enjoying the weather. But it was uh, it was like in the low 80s, which is pretty much perfect
0: oh my for me. Oh gosh, imagine. Yeah, up here it was like 50-something, so I would rather have the warm weather. Where do you live? I live up in Maryland, so we are in the middle.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, so you mentioned, you mentioned a golf cart ride. Do you have a golf course by your house?
1: So, we don't have a golf course that's right by our house. though. Our neighborhood is kind of right in the middle of not... It's not, like, on a street. It's just kind of, like, a little dead-end little neighborhood. So there's not a lot of traffic. So we have a golf cart that we... do don't. We don't use it for golf. My dad golfs a lot, but he just borrows ones from the course. But since there's not a lot of traffic and it goes about, like, 15 miles per hour, we can ride it around in the neighborhood. That's something a lot of people in our neighborhood do. There's actually kind of a back road that connects to a different neighborhood that's like ours and then that connects to another neighborhood and so we can ride around for like 45 minutes and see wow it's nice
0: let me ask you at what age were you allowed to start driving the golf cart
1: uh I could drive I started learning about when I was 12 and then that kind of help prepare me for driving an actual car
0: (laughs) that was gonna be my next question how similar is it
1: um it is pretty different actually i mean there's the obvious thing that you're not really dealing with lights on a golf cart you're not really dealing with other vehicles but like you're sitting so much lower on a golf cart and it's so much more open that it's really easy to see everything in the golf cart compared to a car which has, like, kind of the framework and, like, windows and things like that.
0: Yeah, so tell me a little bit. You said you live in North Augusta, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so tell me a little bit about that, like, where you live.
1: So North Augusta is weird. Uh, you may have heard of Augusta. There's the Masters Golf Tournament. That's the main reason that people know about it. Uh, so North Augusta is right across the Savannah River, which is the border between Georgia and South Carolina. North Augusta is on the South Carolina side. Augusta is on the Georgia side. I actually go to a private school in Augusta. So the strange thing about North Augusta is that it's pretty much a suburb. Even though Augusta is not really a major city, it has about 300,000 people, and it's not very urban or anything, North Augusta is almost like a suburb of Augusta. And so a lot of the things I drive to are in Augusta. So I cross over state lines pretty much every day for school. Uh, we have a Walmart, but we don't have a Target in North Augusta. So usually when I go to grab something, I get it from there. Uh, there's not really that many restaurants in North Augusta. There's just kind of a there's the standard fast food places and, like, maybe some chains, but most places are in Augusta. is pretty small, quiet. Um, there's not really too many interesting things about it, but it's also just kind of peaceful, I guess. So it's not entirely bad.
0: So most of the kids at your school, are they from Georgia or South Carolina or, like, a mix of both?
1: It's probably... I'm just kind of pulling this number out of nowhere, but I'm thinking around seventy-five twenty-five, Georgia to South Carolina. And it's probably actually more like eighty-five fifteen. 15 as I'm thinking about it. Um, the weird thing is a lot of them actually are from North Augusta. And then a lot of them are also from Aiken, which is about 30 minutes away from North Augusta and North August is about 15 minutes away from my school, so they have about a 45-minute drive every day, but it's a Catholic high school, and so there's a Catholic elementary and middle school in Aiken, but there's not a high school, so that's why they go there. Um, Then there's a lot of people that actually live within, like, five minutes of the school. It's pretty close to one of the major neighborhoods in Augusta so a lot of people just either have a five-minute drive or a 45-minute drive. Mine is about 15 to 20 depending on traffic.
0: Yeah that's that's actually kind of what my drive is to school too but I also have friends who have that 45-minute drive because it's a magnet school. So yeah you get that mix. So when you when you go out with your friends from school do you normally go to stuff that's in augusta or do you go to the suburbs when you go out and hang out
1: most of the time i'm going to augusta uh my closest friend he lives in uh basically on the other side of augusta from north augusta so that's like a 30 minute drive from my house so we usually meet somewhere in augusta because it's most convenient for us augusta just has more things to do Although I think the nicest park in the area is in North Augusta. (laughs) And so if we want to spend some time outside, that's where we usually go. But uh, usually we just go to, it's been a while since I've really done anything with COVID. Right. But we usually go to someone's house, but that kind of depends on whose it is. But I would say it's kind of a mix of everywhere where I go.
0: So, the pretending COVID is nothing. Like, this is two years ago or a year ago when COVID is nothing. What do you normally do, like, if you just go out after school? What's something you do with your friends?
1: Uh, Target is <laughs> probably one of the main places. Target is I
0: fun, mean, though. Yeah,
1: exactly. There's so many things to look at. You can just have a nice time. You can grab some snacks uh there's movies obviously that was something we did a pretty good amount whenever marvel released something and uh or just something we just kind of wanted to see there's two movie theaters in augusta both about equal distance from my house so it didn't really matter to me just one of them at first was nicer but then to compete they upgraded (laughs) the other one um let's see uh we would just kind of spend some time outside at a park, usually the one in North Augusta. Or we would just go over to someone's house and hang out. A friend of mine who also is in North Augusta, but kind of in a different part, has a nice, like, home theater. So we would, like, binge a Netflix show or something like that. And he had a pretty big backyard to spend time outside in. So we spent a lot of time there.
0: Yeah, that sounds fun. The The thing you said about the Target... it's absolutely right targets are so much fun to spend time in i actually have a quite so our targets up here at least have starbucks's and they used to have pizza huts in them is that the same thing where you are
1: we do have a starbucks in ours it's weird because there's a starbucks in the target and then there's also a starbucks like right, right outside of it <laughs> but uh, i don't i feel like i've heard of the starbucks with the pizza hut I mean, not a Starbucks, that would be uh, <laughs> ridiculous, a Target with a Pizza Hut, but I don't think that ours ever did, it just kind of has, like, a food court with, like, hot dogs and pizza, A food court's kind of a strong word, it's just kind of a yeah, where you get yeah. The food from.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to ask, because they took, they took our Pizza Hut away a while ago, a couple of years ago, and it was really sad, because they're, I'm not a big Pizza Hut person, but That pizza was good. (laughs) Okay, uh, so Augusta, or North Augusta, if you had to, like, take somebody around and spend a day there, what would you do?
1: Um, well, if I took someone there for a day, that is tough. The thing is, Augusta doesn't have a whole lot to do.
0: Or I guess, like, if you had to, like, show them something all right if i had <laughs> to show them something the weird thing about augusta is
1: that the main thing that people know for like i said that is the master's golf tournament but that is a private golf club so you cannot you can't even look at it pretty much really if i really had to the closest you get is there's a road that kind of goes by a part of it that isn't fenced in But apart from that, there are these huge fences that are um, covering it, and so you can't really see in. Then there's all that. uh, But if I had to show someone around the area, I think I would drive them through that road just so they could maybe get a glimpse. (laughs) Uh, Take them somewhere on the Savannah River. I think that is actually kind of a nice spot. There's some good trails that are right by there. I probably wouldn't tell them to go alone. I would probably go with them because they're not always the safest, but in the middle of the day, it would probably be fine. And if I could, I would probably take them to a uh, Augusta Green Jackets baseball game, which is the minor league team here. There's just been a new stadium in North Augusta, although they're still called the Augusta Green Jackets because they were there before, but then they moved across the river. And there's also that park I was mentioning earlier that I would probably show them. That's a, part of a trail called the Greenway in North and That's another really nice area.
0: So is the park, um, like, tell me about the park. What's in it? How big is it?
1: It's kind of, it's more long, I guess, than <laughs> like a simple, like, square kind of green area. There's a little road that's part of a neighborhood, and then there's a sidewalk that's part of the Greenway, and then in between that is the green area. There's a good amount of grass that people set up picnics. Sometimes they just like throw a football around or something like that. There's a little pavilion kind of area with a I'm not quite sure on what the word would be. It's not a gazebo, but it's like brick and has oh, we'll just call called a pavilion. As so that's a nice place for people to get some shade or if it's raining, they can hang out under there. Uh, there's some trees. There's not like a playground there are other playgrounds around town but there's not a playground at this particular park but it's just a nice little green areas there's right on the river i should say that is actually a pretty yeah, that's nice, nice part about it so you have a pretty good view of it and i think i've pretty much covered all of it
0: and i see you're wearing an atlanta what what is it atlanta the atlanta Falcon. falcons is that yes. your team
1: that's the pro football team that most people around here follow it's weird because we're pretty much equal distance from the atlanta falcons and the carolina panthers who play in charlotte so i think probably because i go to school in georgia i'm more exposed to people who follow the atlanta falcons more than the carolina panthers i'll kind of see how that goes once i go to south carolina and see if it's similar, because that's only about an hour away from Charlotte, so I'd imagine that it's mostly Panthers there, but we'll see. (laughs) We'll
0: see, yeah. So, living, living between the two states, are there any, like, differences, however small, that you notice between, like, people who live in South Carolina versus people that live in Georgia?
1: Um, the people are mostly the same. I think it's kind of just a border... I mean, like, I think they're just kind of so intermingled because people from North Augusta go to Augusta so much. I think the thing that Augusta people say all the time is that there's nothing to do in Augusta. And then the thing that North Augusta people say all the time is there's nothing to do with North Augusta, so we have to make do with what little we have in Augusta. Uh, as far as major differences that I'm thinking of off the top of my head, the biggest one is actually driving, I think. Uh, in Georgia... You cannot get your license until you're 16 in South Carolina. You only have to be 15 and a half, and sometimes that shows. I think South Carolina <laughs> drivers are probably some of the worst in the country. All oh my gosh! Drivers are also, just barely above them. <laughs> Georgia actually had a thing where you didn't have to take your test if you had your permit for long enough.
2: Oh my during gosh! The pandemic.
1: And you could just get it upgraded to a license so for a while they've made it to where you have to get your test now so that's pretty much done with but now, um, also the roads I think are definitely worse in South Carolina <laughs> I know that taxes are lower so I'd imagine that then funding for roads is lower and so the quality of them is just horrible driving on highways in, uh, Georgia for school trips and things like that is much better than when I'm, like, driving to my grandparents in South Carolina, where there's potholes (laughs) every mile.
0: Yeah, I haven't, I've never driven in South Carolina. The last time we went down there to go see my grandparents was when I didn't have my permit, or I couldn't drive down there, but... The thing that always gets me is that the highways or, like, the interstates will get down to two lanes. I don't think, like, 95 up here, you can get to four or five, maybe six lanes closer to D.C., and it always, I don't know, I feel hemmed in with just the two lanes. It scares me. Yeah, the main interstate in my area is I-20.
1: I don't go on it too much, but I think that is mostly two maybe three lanes and so it can be a little hectic sometimes
0: I will say though I've never had well I've never had traffic problems on the interstate in South Carolina I mean I haven't been down there as much as you have so but I've never I've never had real traffic problems
1: Uh, yeah apart from like peak traffic times at like five o'clock or in the morning traffic usually isn't too bad. Um I have my drive to school. I don't go on the interstate. I go on uh Highway 1. I think it's US Highway 1. I'm not 100% sure. And that is pretty much just I get to school around the same time every day because I leave around the same time and the lights are on the same schedule. People also go way over the speed limit, so <laughs> I don't have to worry about being stuck behind someone, because everyone in front of me is going 10 over. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's okay as long as the police don't catch you.
1: The police do it too, so <laughs> They they have no room to
0: <laughs> So I know you were talking about, it's a private school, right? Have you been going to private school your whole life, or did you switch from public to private at some point? I switched from public to private in the
1: middle of second grade. So I was zoned for one of the public schools as an elementary student for going into first grade. Now, one of the public schools in North Augusta is actually one of the best in the country. Oh, wow. But I wasn't able to go to that one, so I went to one that had just gotten a new principal who was apparently much worse than the one before, and uh, funding wasn't very good, and my parents wanted me to get a better education, so they pulled me out and sent me to private school, which is pretty much a feeder for uh, the high school. It's K-8, through and a good 75% of the students there go to the high school I go to now.
0: So, as far as differences between public and private, like, I know you were in second grade when you switched, but if you have any experience with public high schools, what are the differences that you see between, you know, whatever public high school you would be going to and the private high school you're at?
1: Um, I don't want to sound pretentious when I say this, I promise, but I have never had a fight break out. At our school I think probably a large part of that is just numbers because they're just there's only 240 kids in my entire high school.
0: Wow. Yeah. Hold on so what are your class sizes?
1: That's actually really interesting I think my biggest has been 22 or so.
0: Wow.
1: That was the absolute biggest I've had. Most of mine this year are around 15.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I really like that. I think that's also probably another great factor in uh, the difference between private and public is just the level of attention
2: mm-hmm. that students can get, which I think is really beneficial to learning because you can also just like get closer to your teachers
1: through that, and I think that's a very helpful thing in education. Uh, there is another difference i've heard about this from like people at the public school ap exams this is just the first thing i can think of uh at my school our principal always 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 brags about our ap exam pass rate (laughs) it's i want to say like around 70 something
0: that's awesome yeah
1: yeah because Not every teacher teaches an AP class that's pretty much, like, for our best teachers at our school, and they don't always just give them out to students who request them. Like, they generally understand, like, to have a successful AP class, you need to have, like, motivated students, so it's usually a pretty focused class. We still definitely can goof off. That happens a lot. We're going to be up against the wire for our one-semester AP Gov class. Oh, yeah.
0: Good luck on that test.
1: Yeah, I shouldn't need it. My mother has a doctorate in political science, and so I know a decent amount going (laughs) in compared to most students, I would guess. But going back to the AP exam pass rate, uh, the public school that I would be going to, they actually pay students instead of paying for the exams they pay the students to take the AP classes so they can say that a huge percent of their students take AP classes but they just don't do well on them which defeats a lot of the point Mm -hmm. of an AP class so I'm glad that I have a bunch of great scores that I can exempt classes with in college
0: right yeah and have you have you had any, because I, I went to private school for two years in middle school, and the thing that they hit me with in the seventh grade was grammar, and I had never had a grammar class before in public school. Have they had, have you had anything like that, like anything they teach at private school that the public school kids don't get?
1: I can think of a very pressing class that I take that public school children legally are not allowed to have. Like I said, it's a Catholic private school. So we have religion classes. That's a required credit to graduate. You take one every year. And so it's weird. I'm Protestant, but going to a Catholic school. So sometimes that can be a little weird, but there's enough Protestants that's probably around the same level of South Carolina to Georgia students are Protestant to Catholics. But I'm sure that, that that is hopefully not taught with, you know, the First Amendment and all that
2: at
1: public schools, but um, yeah, that is definitely a major difference. Grammar, I think also, if it's not taught at public schools, I wasn't in public school long enough, but they definitely, we had a grammar class in my middle school. I vividly remember that because I thought it was ridiculous that they were teaching us basically the same thing. For like four years straight, but after not having it really in high school, I can kind of see the importance of it because sometimes I forget how to use a comma.
0: Yeah, they hit. I got there in the seventh grade and they were like, it's time for grammar. Pull out your grammar books. And they were like, this is a gerund. I was like, I've never heard of that in my life. So that was definitely a learning experience.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can definitely get that.
0: So, yeah, wouldn't. What do you do in your religion? I mean, I guess you've learned the same thing as everybody else, but what's that like being a, a Protestant in a, a Catholic religion class?
1: Um, I'll just go through it year by year. I think that's probably the easiest explanation. Um, scripture is your freshman religion class, and for the most part, the Protestants and the Catholics have the same Bible. They use different translations, but... And also Catholics have a few extra books that the Protestants cut out during the Reformation. I don't remember the exact reason why, but we didn't really focus on those because they're pretty minor. So scripture was pretty simple. Uh, Then Catholic moral theology is what you take your sophomore year. And uh, after taking that class, I would say that most of the morals that I learned in Sunday school are pretty similar to the Catholic morals, which makes sense because they get it from the same source. Uh, Roman Catholic theology is probably where I learned the most things that were different from Protestantism. Uh, Protestants don't really focus on Mary that much. We had a whole unit devoted to Mary. Uh, the Eucharist is a major, major difference because Protestants believe it's a symbol and then Catholics believe it to be the actual flesh and blood of Jesus. And a lot of things are still the same. We actually had a priest that was teaching that class, so he definitely knew what he was talking about. Uh, that was a very, I liked that class. It was difficult. It was a lot of memorization. But it was also nice because like we had some kind of unorthodox assignments there was one about he he's a marine that became a priest which is a weird combination and we had <laughs> an assignment where we uh tried to justify not going to war after 9-11 based on the bible and we had another assignment where we wrote a creation story and we had the option of writing a uh one based on the Bible's creation story, or one based on a NASA documentary on the creation of the universe that we watched in class, and only one student actually wrote the uh, biblical-inspired one.
2: Wow!
1: And that was kind of interesting because I was like, I'm sure a lot of people when they hear religion class aren't assuming that we're going to be learning about like the actual physical origins of the universe. Because he made sure to note that like. A lot of the language in the Bible is figurative, and Mm -hmm. it is only accurate in a theological context, not history or science. Now, this year's class is called Senior Religion, and Senior Religion is taught by a man who has been teaching at this school for about 50 years, I think. Oh, wow. Uh, He taught the principal when she was at the school. He taught a good amount of the other teachers. So he teaches senior religion and he teaches horticulture, which is where he basically just kind of uses the students to help maintain the plants around the school, which he takes very good care of. And we have a lot of very interesting plants. Uh, There are citrus trees around our school that he's cared for for years.
0: That's such a cool class. I don't have any classes like that. That sounds like (sighs) such a fun class.
1: I wish I could take it, but they started offering a computer science elective.
0: So you took that instead? Hmm? You took that instead?
1: Yeah, because that's going to be my major. Anywho, back to senior religion, which is a wild class. We have not opened a Bible once in that class. Instead, we have learned about what I assume are his other three passion uh, topics that he knows a lot about the first is architecture
0: really that's so interesting oh my gosh okay go on so it is all
1: it is a history of of catholic architecture essentially so we started with um well he gave us like the foundational like the first unit was just kind of like terms mm-hmm. like what a nave is what a uh a flying buttress is and then he showed us a few things like the show post window construction, the Parthenon, Stonehenge. And then we got into early Christian, which is heavily inspired by Roman architecture, so a lot of basilica-type churches. Uh, there's, we looked a little bit at the Pantheon. Then we went on to Byzantine. And Byzantine. That's, uh, Hagia Sophia is probably the most famous. Uh, the one that we looked at a lot that I really liked is San Vitale, which is an octagonal shaped church. Ooh. And there's a ton of really interesting murals. Uh, then we moved on to Romanesque, which is, I didn't like Romanesque as much. It's just very bulky and thick walls and... Simple shapes simply arranged is what we learned was the main quality of that. And so it doesn't look the most visually (laughs) interesting sometimes. But there's some cool sculpture involved with that. And we just wrapped up Gothic. And that was really interesting.
0: I know. I love Gothic architecture.
1: Yeah. It's just incredible, like, just looking at pictures. And I would love to go actually see one someday. Right. I'm thinking about doing study study abroad, maybe in Germany. And so there's some German. Uh, Cologne Cathedral is just incredible. The other major topic we've done in that class is philosophy. And so we started all the way back at the beginning with like Homer, and then we moved on through, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the major ones that we talked about, Pythagoras, He didn't just make the triangle theorem, (laughs) he also really liked uh, numbers involved in philosophy. There's some weirdos like Parmenides and Zeno, who said that change doesn't exist. Uh, Then we got to like Socrates, and then Plato, and then Aristotle, and we talked a little bit about Kant.
0: Oh, Kant's supposed to be like so heavy?
1: Yeah, we haven't read any of Kant. We only... Our only introduction to Kant was actually in an essay that combined philosophy and his other favorite topic, Lord of the Rings. Really? So, to give context for what I'm about to tell you, (laughs) we have a senior project at our school, but it is not... I think yours, no offense if he happens to listen to this, I think yours is more interesting. We made six papers... So wow. we were the first day of class, you had a box with a bunch of slips of paper with names of churches printed on them. And so you drew a slip, and then whatever church you had that decided the country that you would write a history on, the church and the city it's in, the history of that, then you would write a, a paper about the style of architecture that your church was. Then you would write about a relevant saint to your church. You would write about the spirituality, the Catholic spirituality that your church uh, was molded by. And then you had a paper that was up to you. So you said you like Gothic architecture, right?
0: I love Gothic architecture.
1: I had Bourges Cathedral. So that one was pretty easy to find information on because it was fairly important. France has a ton of history. I actually did not know nearly as much. I thought it was really interesting just kind of looking at French history, reading through it in like the 15, 1600s when you know that the revolution is coming, just how many bad decisions (laughs) they made. Uh, Then Borge's history isn't as interesting. The cathedral's history was all oh, right, basically just had some renovations go on across the centuries as it is built in like the eleven, twelve hundreds or so. Uh, Gothic architecture was great to write about. Uh, a lot of we had to use a lot of examples, so I familiarized myself with like Chart, uh, Notre Dame, of course. Um, trying to think of Cologne, I used some more examples, but I'm blanking on them now. Uh, for my saint, uh, the cathedral in Bourges is actually uh, dedicated to Saint Stephen. However, Saint Stephen uh, has very little information known about him, so my teacher just told me to do uh, Saint Thomas Aquinas, who has a lot of information about him, so I was thankful for that. I wrote my paper on both of them actually. Our Stephen took up about a page and a half, and all the papers have to be six pages, so the other four and a half were devoted to Saint Thomas Aquinas then my spirituality gothic has gothic architecture has a lot of spiritual elements Mm -hmm. that are kind of baked into it uh so there's this book he told us to read and i got a good amount of information from there there's another book about labyrinths that i read about which i that was pretty interesting and for my choice paper I chose to write about the history of Roman Gaul. And so I gave kind of background information for Rome and Gaul before the Gallic Wars, which is basically Caesar trying to prove to the world that he's the best. <laughs> and then Gaul... nothing I found out after I started doing research that nothing much really happens to Gaul after they get conquered. They tried a rebellion once like some radical independent people and then gaul actually liked being a part of rome so much that the leaders just couldn't get enough support for the rebellion then when the empire was struggling in the third century this guy just kind of defeated some barbarians that were invading which the romans couldn't do and so they started calling him the emperor of gaul And then a little while later, his own troops killed him after he told them they couldn't sack a city. Some other guy came, and then Rome got back on the horse and then took out the Gallic Emperor. And then the fall of Rome happened, and then Gaul just got taken over by the Franks, and then blah, 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 blah. Anyway, the whole point (laughs) of me telling you that was to get to Lord of the Rings, because we just finished our project last week, we turned it in, and the day after turning it in, we started watching all of the extended editions of the movies and there's a lot of philosophy behind lord of the rings so that's how he's tying it into the class <laughs> uh i have not read lord of the rings since i was like in fifth grade and i think a lot of it went over my head so i've really been enjoying this class for the past week and i will continue to enjoy it for the next few weeks because it's going to last a while because we started on Tuesday, and we are almost done with Fellowship of the Ring.
0: They're very long movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's split in two, because it's the extended edition. So, you know, two two-hour movies, and only a 50-minute class period.
0: Anyway, that is <laughs> the uh, difference in education between public and private schools that I can think of. I know you talked about liking Gothic architecture. Have you ever read um, The Hunchback of Notre Dame by Victor Hugo? I
2: have
0: not. Oh, my gosh. If you like Gothic architecture, that book is so good because it's, like, it's only half about the actual plot. The rest of it is, like, about the church itself, and it's all about how, like, Gothic architecture, because there's so much intricacy to it. It's, like, the church itself is telling a story. So you were talking about the architecture and liking it. If... You have time and you don't mind Victor Hugo because he has a digression problem. But but if you have time, that book is really good. I will make a note of that. (laughs) I've been trying to get back
1: into reading. I grew up reading all the time, but over the years I stopped just kind of reading for pleasure and I've only been reading for school. But I started Dune a few days ago.
0: I have heard of that and I've heard it's, it's either like super long or super complicated
1: it is super complicated that it's, yeah it is a six book series but I'll see about I, I just bought the first one the thing is uh there's a glossary in the back of the book and I was looking at oh, and
0: I was like oh no I don't
1: really need this and then they're like the Bene Gesserit went to the planet blah, 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 to do the whoa I'm like oh yeah I will flipping yes, to the back of the
2: book minute?
0: Yeah, that reminds me, we read, um, okay, we didn't read it because this book is so stupid, but we read a, an excerpt of Finnegan's Wake, which I love reading and I will never read Finnegan's Wake because it's like that with a bunch of made-up words but no glossary. It's fun. It's awful. If you, If you have a chance later, look it up online because people, it's like a 600-page book by James Joyce and- There's a bunch of made-up words, and nobody can figure out what it's about.
1: That's horrible. That's awful.
0: Yeah, not fun. Um, Let's see, what else can we talk about? Has your school been, I mean, have you gone back since COVID, or are you online? What are you doing with that?
1: So, we have been fully in-person since the beginning of the school year. So if you, the only reason you wouldn't be in person is if you or a, an immediate family member were at risk for COVID. So uh, three of my friends, three of my best friends, were online for a long time. But now that vaccines have started coming back or started coming out, <laughs> they have come back And so I'm glad that they're back. I think everyone at my school is now fully in person. But for the only time that they were ever really a hybrid is after we had a homecoming dance. And then people had like after parties at their houses. And that created a massive outbreak Mm -hmm. where about... school no it was it was pretty close to half actually
0: oh no we're
1: online online I should say that they didn't get COVID okay me. yeah I may have phrased that poorly, <laughs> but um yeah it was just spreading kind of so quickly that we weren't sure if it was safe so I was out for two weeks doing virtual and our school's internet really wasn't Equipped for that, so like the quality of cameras was horrible. So math class was.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, so I guess you you probably prefer in person learning to virtual.
1: Yeah, I stay focused better when I'm in person. I like being able to interact with my friends more easily, and I think it's just more natural. I think, Mm -hmm. but if
0: I understand, like virtual is a necessity and so I think you can still learn things it just might be a little more difficult yeah did you have to did well your school's in person so I guess you didn't but did you have to cut any content from syllabuses because I know at least for our school we got permission to cut 30 percent of the syllabus and other people in other places their teachers have been teaching less since they're online but you're in person so
1: yeah we did not do any of that since we are in person. We had to do that last year for the AP exams, which I'm still kind <laughs> of sad about Push getting cut short, mm-hmm. because that, I'm sure, well, I know, because I know a little bit about that period from, like, the 40s to modern times, and it has a lot of interesting things. But our, this year, no, not, not at all. We are doing pretty well, unfortunately actually we're ahead of schedule in calculus we finished learning new things actually this week so we have our last like real test next week and then we're on spring break but looking forward to being done with that other ap classes we are kind of struggling but that i don't think that's because of covid i think it's just kind of
0: ap classes
1: yeah (laughs) exactly
0: So I assume, I guess you guys must be taking the tests online, because I think they're online for everyone this year, I think.
1: No, I don't... Oh, really? I hope not. I haven't heard... I think ours are still according to schedule. There is, however, one class that somehow got pushed to a later date than what they were initially planning, and our senior trip is uh, the week right after the planned second week of AP exams. So either they won't take the AP stats exam or they will take it from their hotel room in Universal or something. So uh, good thing I took calculus and not stats.
0: (laughs) So you guys are going to Universal for your senior trip? Mm
1: -hmm. We usually go to Disney, but Disney wasn't allowing groups until, like, Early to mid-June, I think. Mm -hmm. So rather than wait, because it's usually in January that they go down.
0: Oh, that's on the off-season, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So the lines aren't as bad, although it's Disney.
0: It is still Disney, yeah.
1: Yeah. But we're doing Universal this year. We paid for Disney before they announced when they were allowing (gasps) groups. Oh, no. So they actually let us get our money back.
0: Okay, that's good. But the thing
1: is, Universal's cheaper than Disney. So they're getting us nicer hotels and like some fast passes. And
0: That's stuff. very nice. Fast passes. Yeah. Have you ever been to Universal before?
1: No, I went to Disney when I was like three, but the main amusement park that, uh, people from Augusta, North Augusta, they we go to Carolines, which is Charlotte, and it's not like themed around, like, a particular franchise or anything. It just has roller coasters. And I've been there a few times, and I really like it. So.
0: That's fun. Looking forward
1: to doing something new.
0: Yeah, when you go to Universal, I don't know if you're going, because there's, like, two Universals, and one has, like, the Harry Potter one, and the other has, like, Jurassic Park stuff. But if you go to the Harry Potter one, have the Butterbeer, because it's very good.
1: We are going to the uh, Harry Potter one, I yeah. think, so.
0: That that one's fun. Universal, I went we went a couple of years ago for my little brother's birthday, I think. But um Universal's fun, but all of their coasters are like 3D. So I got a really bad headache. Like I don't know about you, but I really like roller coasters. Yes. But I can't I can't do the 3D ones for too long because they make my head spin cuz you're it's completely in the dark and there's just a moving screen.
1: Yeah, I prefer, like, real roller coasters. Um, I saw they're working on one that is supposed to open in either spring or summer of this year, but I don't
2: know if that'll be open Mm
1: -hmm. when we're down there. There's also a water park that we're going to do. And so I'm looking forward to that because I also like water slides. They have, like, the one that just goes, like, almost straight vertically down (gasps) from, like, and I'm just wondering if i'm gonna do that one
0: yeah i can do water slides but i they have to be like tubed in all the way Uh the open top ones scare the life out of me i can't
1: yeah i think (laughs) it's like enclosed in the tube but you're not like sitting in an inner tube it's kind of like a chute almost
0: yeah so do you okay important roller coaster question do you like the ones that have the steep drops or like the crazy turns better
1: um I like the drops, honestly, I think. Uh the Carolins has one, their biggest is Fury three two five, which is three hundred and twenty five feet drop. Oh that's fun. like eighty degrees. And the thing is, like that actually doesn't go upside down, but it is still like the most popular ride because it's such a massive drop and you go so fast. There's some pretty, like, sharp turns, too, that are Mm -hmm. really fun. And so, like, you you get, like, the zero G, but you don't have a shoulder harness. You (gasps) just have, like, a little thing that comes down, like, onto your lap. Mm -hmm. It's like you're floating up onto the restraint. And so it's very fun. I haven't been since the... it's, It's been not the summer before... Was it the summer before the pandemic? Yeah, it was, it was. Never mind.
0: Yeah. I, that's the first thing I want to do when all this is over is go to an amusement park again. So I guess you'll get to do that before me, but I miss, I miss roller coasters. Me too. <laughs> so, um, is Carolyn's, is Carolyn's like mostly a roller coaster place or is it, I don't know, what's, what, what's there?
1: Uh, it is mostly roller coasters. That's pretty much all I do when I'm there. They have a pretty good selection. I go on like about eight or so, I think. Uh, the last time I went was on my birthday. It was a uh, conveniently scheduled um, <laughs> youth group trip. I brought one of my friends, who was actually Catholic from high school. So there were no weird religious discussions, thankfully. <laughs> Everyone just wanted to do the roller coasters. I went on about like 17 roller coasters. Wow! Is- well, not seventeen. Different ones, like seventeen. Okay, lines. I was like, "That's
0: a lot of roller coasters."
1: No, uh, yeah. Uh, the lines, despite being literally the middle of July, were not bad at all.
0: That's good.
1: Like the most popular ones had like ten minute lines. Wow. And that was it. And so I had a friend the whole time, so we were just like goofing around, and those was <laughs> bad. Um, there's. So, yeah, that was really fun until we were leaving the park and my stomach uh, just kind of decided to make me vomit,
2: you know. Yeah,
1: but I still have good memories of that day. It was very nice.
0: So when you, I don't know, when you have time off to yourself, what do you like to do with that free time?
1: Uh, Like I said, I've been trying to get more into reading. Uh, My senior project actually took up so much of my free time
2: that
1: Mm I am just kind of getting back into it. Uh, I play a lot of games. I have an Xbox and Switch. uh, I walk my dogs. And I exercise. Uh, I did cross country.
0: Yay, cross uh... country! Did
1: you do cross country? I
0: did do cross country all four years of high school.
1: I only did two because I actually wrote my college essay about this. I was so anxious about high school and like not having enough time for school that I decided not to do cross country like I did in eighth grade. And so then I didn't do it again sophomore year, but junior year, I decided to try it because I wanted to do a sport and I had a really nice time. I'm not fast, but, uh,
0: me either. Don't worry about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I still had fun even when, uh, it was absolutely miserable. And I was a member of a gym before the pandemic, and now I'm not, but I'm looking forward in college to making use of the uh, fitness center there and hopefully finding some good places to run.
0: Yeah, I think I think Carolina has at least an intramural running club, probably.
1: Yeah, I am gonna do intramural sports in uh, college. I'm gonna do soccer and flag football.
0: Ooh, fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Good for you. I can't play soccer to save my life.
1: (laughs) I'm not that great either, but, I mean, you know, I can... It's an intramural team. I know they take it seriously, but, like...
0: As long as you you enjoy it, good for you. Yes. I know you said you play games. What's your favorite game?
1: Um, right now I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2. That is just it is pretty much designed to be addicting because there's always a number you can make bigger and that's the whole point pretty much. And so that's something I like. Uh, I also am a very nostalgic person. So Mario Kart is something that has always been one of my favorites and I still love it to this day. (laughs) I've heard that in college uh, at South Carolina, they have a TV like in the first floor of the honor storms. Where they have Mario Kart going pretty regularly, so I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> You'll be able to play with friends pretty easily, and that's nice. Um, I'm trying to think what else. That's pretty much mostly it, I think, that I've been doing a lot recently. Uh, yeah, I think that's it.
0: As for cross country, um, what's the. Okay. How do you feel about hills? Because I have a friend who loves hills. I personally hate them. But how do you feel about them?
1: Um, small hills can be motivating. Like if you're pushing up it, it can be nice. And when you're going down, you get that nice burst of speed.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, I think the two worst hills
1: or two worst courses that we did there was one that was kind of our local course
2: mm-hmm.
1: so we did it twice my junior year and once my uh so, senior year and it has this absolute monster of a hill that is not like a trail it is like there's like roots and stuff mm-hmm. and so you're oh pushing my it up, and it,
0: gosh it's
1: so steep so it's just difficult to make your way up and it's tall like it just like you go down to, like, a valley, and then you're going back Mm -hmm. up the hill, and you see it, and you're like, ugh, this is miserable, and you get to do it twice in the race. Now, Uh I think what might be worse was our, uh, Regions course, which we did three times my senior year.
2: Oh, no. And,
1: uh, we were in a new region compared to our junior year, and this one was on Broken Shackle Ranch which was a foster home that for troubled children that was transformed from a golf course into that. Huh. And if you're familiar with kind of golf course hills, oh, you know what I mean when I do this with my finger for the people listening that won't be able to see the video. <laughs> it's just kind of like an absolute value sign function, I think is probably the easiest way to describe it. And there were about seven of those back to back. Oh. And this was, it was October when we were doing those runs. It was still like 80 degrees. <laughs> That's right.
0: Was, I keep forgetting you're down there. I'm like, October, that shouldn't be that bad. Never mind. Yeah, 80 degrees. It was I by like... a
1: swamp. Oh. <laughs> so it's humid and there's no trees next to them. Oh, so it's, no. The whole course had very little shade.
0: Oh, you're in the sun the whole time.
1: Mm-hmm. The terrain was also not very, like, well kept up. Again, next to a swamp. <laughs> I felt like I was going to break my foot a few times. Now, <laughs> everyone did horribly, except for one kid on our team. We had... Our senior year was kind of rough for everyone, except for uh, the two best runners on our team. One of them was male, one of them was female. And the dude was a tall blonde guy and the girl was a short blonde girl and we decided it i mean honestly i don't know if it's like this in maryland but almost every meet we went to the girls the girl that won it was a short blonde girl
0: (laughs) i feel like that's kind of the same here now that you're saying it you're right it's (laughs) short blonde girls
1: (laughs) yeah um there was One course that I liked that we did twice my senior year, once my freshman year, called it the prison meet, because (laughs) it was right next to a prison. Oh, no. But the course was actually decent. Like, there were good hills, like I was saying, that are, like, not giant enough to be discouraging, but they're really more encouraging than anything. And uh, it was good competition. I was actually last at one point. In uh, oh, that race, yeah, I, it's okay. I mean, I'm not fast, and it was a very competitive meet with a lot of good schools, but not that... When I say a lot of good schools, I mean all the schools there were good. Not <laughs> that there were a lot of schools. There were only, like, seven, and they were all good teams, so I was not too far back from the person in front of me, but, like, the four-wheeler was there, and so I was very motivated to make up that gap, and I finished... And not last, I even Yay! passed kid my
2: school. Yay!
1: I was that. This is a really funny story. I was coming up. I was like third to last at this point. Coming up on these two guys from the same school, one of them was like wheezing and huffing and huffing, Aww. and the other guy's like, "Come on, we can make it." He's like, "I need to walk." And he's like, "No, no, no! Come on, keep pushing." Like, this sounds like it's. I was thinking this sounds like it's out of a war movie or something. <laughs> And so, um, we make it, I pass them, and eventually the guy, the other guy just gives up, and then the second guy comes from behind. He was clearly just trying to keep his friend motivated, and was, like, actually faster. He ends up, uh, coming close to passing me, but I didn't let him. <laughs> I come to find out later on on Mile's Split, because, like, I'm checking to see what my time is. I see the name, that's the person right behind me, and he has the best name I've ever heard, which is... Chase Speed. <laughs> if
0: it's, you've got a name is, like that, you have to run. That's an obligation. It's so, so good. <laughs> it was amazed that we talked about Chase Speed all the
1: time. <laughs> he had, like, long, flowing hair. We saw him again because that was the first time we went to that meet, so we did it again. And we, oh, wow, it's Chase Speed. <laughs> <sighs> um... Yeah, I really liked cross-country, and I'm glad I did it, because it was a very useful experience for me. It really yeah, it's, got the determination going.
0: It's tough, but it's, it's fun once you get over that little hump of, you know, being able to run ten minutes straight.
1: <laughs> exactly. The beginning of the season's always the worst. It is. And the weather only adds on to that.
0: Ray, you guys, we would complain, our coach, we would complain about it being hot when the season started, and our coach would always be like, you know what, there's kids in Texas and, like, Georgia that run when it's 110 degrees. It's 95. Go out there and get your run done. We were like, all right.
1: Ugh, yeah. (laughs) I'm glad that I am just going to be running kind of casually now, but eventually I think I'll try and get back to where... I didn't beat my PR from junior year, and Uh, that was kind of my main goal. So hopefully, eventually, I might be able to crack that.
0: Yeah, hopefully. Also, funny thing I remembered about the, the blonde girl comment you made. When I was on my team sophomore year, we had a girls team of, I don't know, a dozen girls. Probably not a dozen, a little under that. I was the only girl that did not have blonde hair. It took me forever to learn everyone's names. <laughs> I didn't talk to anybody because I was so scared that I was going to call one of them by the wrong name. It was scary.
1: That is great. <laughs> Man, from behind, my friend and I look like my best friend in the Dutch Coast country. We look fairly similar. We have, like, the same color hair, which our faces don't look that similar. We used to wear glasses, which helped. But now he wears contacts. He is also almost the same height as me. I am very slightly taller. Which, <laughs> as a 5'6 a half person, you take every victory you can <laughs> to be taller than a dude. So, gotta keep him humble like that.
0: <laughs> I don't know. If it makes you feel any better, you're taller than me by an inch.
1: <laughs> okay. We take them. There's
0: a victory. Okay, uh, we're running kind of to the end on time so I like to end with like three fun questions so the first one is what's the last song you listened to
1: do you mind if I pull up spotify just so I can go for it correct on this um the last song I was listening to the uh playlist that we started in our tops with the top scholars and so I was listening to uh hot rod by dayglow which I had, like, heard snippets of before, but I never actually heard the full thing, and it was a pretty good song.
0: Uh, Question number two. If you were a superhero, what powers would you have?
1: <sighs> Ooh, that is tough. I know, because
0: there's, like, so many.
1: <sighs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think right now. I feel like telekinesis would be pretty powerful
0: That's a pretty sick one of my power. favorite
1: like i don't know if it's a, it's not a superhero thing i guess but avatar is one of my favorite like universes and i'm just now kind of realizing the telekinesis is basically just being the avatar if you're good at it enough, <laughs> I guess. so that's pretty cool
0: that's true that's a good power uh and number three also kind of broad uh if you could build a house anywhere on earth where would you build it and why
1: I would build it, um, I'm I'm overanalyzing this question for (laughs) sure, but I don't know the specific location, but somewhere about 45 minutes out of a major city in New Zealand. Ooh, New Zealand's just absolutely beautiful. It is. It's a pretty chill country, and I would just like to live there.
0: And it's where they filmed the Lord of the Rings. You could go to all of the Lord of the Rings places.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Have you ever been to New Zealand? Do you want to go?
1: Uh, I want to go. I have not. Um, I was... I'm considering maybe doing study abroad in Australia and New Zealand. Although their terms are weird. Yeah, because they're
0: backwards. Because they're in the other hemisphere.
1: Exactly. And the time difference is so massive that i it'd be so hard to like contact people from the states that i don't know if it would be worth it so that's why i'm thinking germany i just need to actually get the basics of german (laughs)
0: before. right yeah okay well that's the end of my questions is there anything else you want to add or anything before we end uh i don't
1: i don't think so i I mean, I like this. It was a nice conversation. Thank
0: you. Yeah, Uh, I had a good time too. I
1: don't really have anything.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for talking with me. I had a good time and we learned lots of things.
1: All right. Thank you. This was very nice.